Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight, myself, Garrett, and Rebecca are going to chat all about the return of one Paper Mario. But first, please allow me to pause for the cause and thank those that produce the show over at patreon.com slash PSVG. Thank you so much. Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh, the Bonesaw Borboni, Coach Mo, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, the Eggshin, Zach Bradshaw, hell of a golfer, by the way, and Nick Falhaber. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Are you? It's just another day. Got like a good, strong head shake out of it. Like, doing okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Nice. Ready to go. Yeah. How about you, Rebecca? How about you? Um, I'm doing good. It's uh, been a busy week. Haven't had too, too much time for gaming, but I'm hanging in there. This is like, uh, this feels like my Friday, but like the Friday of all Fridays, because tomorrow we're going to leave to go up to the cabin. And um, like, I couldn't, I can't be more excited. Like I've got some, some steak, some ribs, some cheeseburgers. And I've nice. got like a, like a, yeah, just a cooler and my, my in-laws are gone for the weekend. They've got a hot tub and a secluded cabin, like on this peak. And like, we just haven't been out mm-hmm. at all, like outside. Like we just haven't like gone out. So Me nice, neither. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to load up the it. car tomorrow. Um, after my morning meeting, we're going to load up the car and take off. So might be a little quiet in the discord this weekend. Cause I, I plan on kind of disconnecting, um, I'll hop into what we've been up to. I'll start. Um, Kyle said a magical word on the Discord this week mm-hmm. about Monday. And uh, he said something about, I've got to play Pokemon before the DLC comes. And I went, yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> but sure. Damn it. I forgot about Pokemon. And of course, I went to go check my Pokemon file. And of course, like Splatoon, it was gone. It has no cloud saves. It was not on my other console. It is gone. I do not know if you can just buy the Pokemon expansion and just play it without having completed the main game. That's a good question. I don't think they said. Yeah. I don't think they said either. I presume that you can't. I presume that like it'll have like some sort of level gating or something. Definitely. I think it'll be like a level fix. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which means that I got to beat the game again to take advantage of the DLC that I've already bought. That's mm-hmm. a chore. So, like, if I had bought the DLC, this would probably write it off for me. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not going to do it. The fact mm-hmm. that I've already purchased the DLC makes that a little harder. So, I have been playing Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, I got my nice. water badge today mm-hmm. around lunch, and I'm on my way to my third gym. And I got to tell you, um, if you if if you guys, are, I know we've got some new listeners with Rebecca's arrival. Um, I love Pokemon games. I don't like this one. This one is not one of my favorite yeah. Pokemon games. It's probably one of my least favorite Pokemon games. Um, specifically, the, the campaign itself. I thought the wild area was awesome. I think the raids are cool. Playing with your friends is great. I think all of that post-game content is great. And that's really kind of what Pokemon Sword Shield is. Like That's the crux of it. That's the focus. The story, however, the part that I have to go back through, probably... Mm-hmm. Not the greatest, probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. And playing it again is like torture. It well, feels yeah. torturous. <laughs> you said that you like Pokemon for the story anyway. That's never been what's in I know. for me. 
I know. Um, but I. That's not I just remember. for you. I think that's for most people. Every time I tell that to people, they're like, what? I mean, <laughs> what is the story? There's no story. To be the best, to beat your rival. I want the good dialogue. I mean, I, you're absolutely right. In older games, the stories weren't as long. Well, I was just going to say how it was a huge drag to replay, um, not even replay, but just play through Ultra Sun after playing through oh, Regular Sun. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even having fun. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I love Sun. It's probably my favorite, actually. Pokemon really? Sun and Moon I, was probably my favorite one of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to bribe my son into beating it. I've been telling him. I'm like, look, I'll buy you some Pokemon cards. If you just like go through this for me, because <laughs> probably zip right through it at this point, it probably won't even take him that long. Uh, he said he said he would, and he did start playing it today after I got my water gym because I got through two badges. It's like I, I just can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, did just... you try to mix up your party or something? No, or nah, no, I went and got just... the same folks. Why? You know, <laughs> that's the re- re- like no, playability I... of Pokemon games, right? It's I guess different starters. In, I guess in a the, different party. You say that, but Caroline has made fun of me forever because I always play with the same team, mostly, mm, always, yeah. every game. I, yeah, I, I play with my favorites. Too, but... These are my favorite yeah. Pokemon. Like when I think of Donnie the Pokemon Trainer, this is Donnie the Pokemon Trainer's team. He doesn't have different ones. There's no different eras. There's different volumes. There's not alternating universes. They're all connected as one story. This is his. This is canon. Right, mm-hmm. Cubone, Marowak, Pikachu, Arcanine. Uh, these, this God, is that's, canon. A, that's so first gen. That's why you're not having fun. Butterfree. <laughs> not to be mean, but maybe. maybe you should try to change it. And oh, then maybe it fun. sounds awful. I don't have Just any connection with it. these new. But that's you make a connection. Oh, you, you form new memories. Yeah. You have I, new I put fun. in. Um, I can't play with uh, Cubone and Marowak in this game, so I put in Corviknight. Like okay. I like, okay. I like that one. That one I'm good okay. with. I want yeah. the new one, Cub Fu. Uh-huh. I'm so in the Cub Fu bandwagon. Cub Fu is What about amazing. the one that looks like an apple, Donnie? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. The ice cream one? It's Let's so do cute. It. It's no. an apple with eyes. It's like the legendaries and all that. Like, uh, it's not, hashtag not my Pokemon. I'm getting too old. <laughs> you know, I, I say that all the time. I, I say, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a real thing. I think people eventually age out of Nintendo. And I would say that for Pokemon too. Eventually you'll age out of it and, like if if I gotta start liking all the weird Ragnaroks and left and whatever mm-hmm. else they are, like I'm not gonna like Pokemon anymore. So, I think I'm somewhat like that too with the newer Pokemon games. I think it was I uh, haven't liked gosh. like new Pokemon like seven games. Like it's yeah, been so it's long since I've really liked the majority of a generation of Pokemon. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like they all kind of look like Digimon or Yu Gi Oh at this. They're point. blending like, together and like I'm they're forgetting not cute. Names. Like they were used I mean, to, they used to be cute. Oh, the apple with eyes is so cute. That's so boring and lame. So cute. They literally took like yeah. a kindergartner's teacher project. Like, let's put googly eyes on an apple, and they were like, let's turn that into a Pokemon. And then it turns into a dragon. That's dumb. <laughs> That's just Magikarp wannabe. That's all that is. No, I can't. I, I just can't. I, I like some. Every now and again, mm. one comes through. Like I love Lycanroc. Like Lycanroc's oh, legit. Um, mm-hmm. Every now and again, I'll find a favorite. I'm like, ooh, that's cool. I want one of those. Like Cub Fu. I'm all in on Cub Fu. Like if Cub Fu was around the first time, I would have played with Cub Fu forever. Um, but anyway, I am just torturing. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> uh, before I talk into a new game that I've been playing, I do want to say mm-hmm. this. Um, I've been kind of alluding to it on several podcasts over the last couple of weeks. 
it's really dawning on me. I am not into anything like right now and haven't been in weeks. Um, I think after I kind of got over like the initial first day excitement over Animal Crossing, like since then, I got nothing. Like it's been since Ori that I think I've played a game that I've really loved playing. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just, I'm just playing it. I'm just playing it because I want to play something. I'm just trying Mm -hmm. it. Like I'm playing, um, I mean, I just played a bunch of games. I played all kinds of ports and downloads and things like that. And everything since then, like Kunai, Mm. I kind of got into for for a minute, for about a week. I was like really into it. I liked it. But, you know, it was a short indie-ish experience. Like it's been a minute since I've had that Breath of the Wild, Far Cry 5, Ori, like sit down and fall in love with a game, Astral Chain. Mm. Like I'm playing it. I'm having a blast playing it. I want to tell everybody about what I'm playing. And um, I I make I I think I often poke fun of like podcasters, especially in the video gaming space. They always uh, there's a lot of conversations and topics about anxiety and depression and and things like that. Yeah, this is like one thing that I actually really struggle with is the fact that I have a podcast and I'm not like in love with anything, and it's a rough time. Mm. I feel like for me to come prepared for a show because I hate coming to the show and it's like. Not playing anything, like not well, anything of okay. merit. Is that, it? That's I don't really think there's just anything fine. wrong with that at all. You can still talk about it and have opinions and share. You know, I hope your so. Are on things I hope so because I, I definitely feel like I'm failing people. It's like uh, you no, gotta do something, man. Don't feel like that, man. not at yeah. all. I you mean, gotta, everybody yeah. has like I'm not saying this is what you're going through, but every once in a while I go through a gaming slump where like I can't get into any games at all. Like I just don't want to mm-hmm. pick up a game and play. Like even if I have things to play, like I just can't be bothered to pick up a controller and play something. And that could go on for days or weeks or even longer. I don't feel like mm-hmm. that's it. And I'm happy I found the golf game, which I'm just gonna save to talk about a little later. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I just haven't fallen in love with anything. And it's like, I'm playing them just to play them. And it's like a lot of remakes, to be quite honest with you. It's just a lot of things like Gears Tactics, like wasn't really grabbing me. Um, yeah. just a lot of like stuff I'm playing on Xbox, like Call of Duty and things like that. Just, you know, I'm just kind of, I feel like I'm just treading water. Like I'm really, I'm just waiting for Xenoblade. That's really what it, it feels like. Really it's yet. like, <laughs> all I really want to do is play Xenoblade. I'm like, man, this game could just come well, out three weeks sooner. That's okay. You shouldn't feel like a bad podcaster because of that, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that may be a bit too, like, too exaggerated. It's just, um, like, I personally feel that, like, yesterday, like the day before, like Sunday. I'm like, I got to play something for the podcast. I got to do no, something. No, that, that turns into, like. <laughs> then you're not enjoying the games yeah. that you're playing, right? If you feel forced to to play something, then it's you're not going to have a good time on the podcast talking it about it It becomes work either. and a chore, yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. I mean, we have a, a whole lot of awesome announcement stuff to talk about today, and like you didn't have to play anything to talk about all the Paper Mario goodness mm-hmm. that we're going to be talking about. Yeah. That's very true. That doesn't make you a bad podcaster at all. I say that to set this up. I started playing Elder Scrolls Blades today. It dropped oh today. Gosh. It's a free game, right? And this is the Bethesda mobile game that they announced like three years ago that finally came to Switch. Yeah. Um, I I'm not gonna lie to you. The reason I downloaded it was to have something to talk about. <laughs> I was like, well, it's free. I might as well do something, right? I'm not doing anything else, right? I'm not playing. I'm not paying forty five dollars for Super Mega Baseball. Um, mm-hmm. it's just I I love Super Mega Baseball. I think it's a great game. I still enjoy playing Super Mega Baseball too. Like I yeah. still play it. So and all of the the only thing that's really new to Super Mega Baseball three versus two is it's like we have all this online leagues and rankings and franchise. Like I'm not gonna do any of that. I rarely play with friends as is. So I'm not gonna pay forty five dollars for that. That's like the only game that's even tempted me on Switch for what mm-hmm. I feel like is weeks. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna play this game. I'm just gonna play it for a little bit and see what it's like. Um Garrett, 
I kind of liked it. Yeah. I'm not okay. going to lie to you. Like, I, I kind of liked it. I'm not here to tell you that I think it's a great game or anything. I don't. Yeah. But for a free game, I think yes. it's pretty good. Um, yeah. for, for what they gave me for free, I played this game for about two hours today, actually, which wow. is a lot more than I ever thought I would ever play it. And yeah. it's interesting because I had some impressions going in that I think may have just been wrong. Cause I know I don't, I don't play mobile games. I play Apple right. Arcade, but I play it on my Apple TV. Like it's very much like a console. Okay, I don't play better. on my phone. I don't do phone stuff. Um, I thought this game was like on rails or like on a grid. I remember in my oh, head, okay. what I remember when they showed the demo was like, mm-hmm the paths going forward and like left and right, you know, like kind of like old PC dungeon, dungeon crawling. crawling. Yeah. It's, and it, you like, you it, turn, you turn yeah. and you keep walking forward, but you turn yeah. this game has complete free movement. Yeah. It's nothing like that. In all 360 degrees, like an adventure game. Like I can go yeah. and walk in any direction. Mm-hmm. So knowing that, um, I kind of dig it. You go and okay. you, you battle through the little, it's repetitive and it's very samey. That's something I've already noticed. Yes. Um, but for anybody out there, I have no idea what it is. Elder Scrolls Blades, out today. It's a free game from Bethesda. It is a mobile game. Here's what the game is. Um, the town has been destroyed. You walk upon this town, it's been absolutely just destroyed, ransacked. All the buildings are in decay. Everything's crushed. Mm-hmm. Everything's on fire. It is your job to rebuild the town, which you do by obtaining loot and materials and mm-hmm. money by going on missions where you go into a little dungeon, a very bite-sized little dungeon, and you walk through some hallways and rooms, and you find some chests, and you battle some skulls and some demons, and if you make it to the other end, you get rewarded, and you just kind of keep doing that. The mobile loop part of it comes from, there are cooldowns on how many like buildings you can build or erect um, within a certain time frame where you got to wait that out. So you can pay them money to do more of that, or you can pay them money for like better gear to progress faster. If you compare it to, um, like the Kirby free to play game that we got with Nintendo Switch Online or the Pokemon one, what was the Pokemon one with the little quest? Uh, quest? Yeah, I could keep thinking home, but yeah, Pokemon Quest. I think this is way better than those. I think there's a lot more game here than those have, like, um, because Mm -hmm. you do have, uh, free reign action. You have custom customization over your character, not just the way they look, but the spells that you're casting, leveling yep. them up, the moves that you have. You can get better moves, mm-hmm. um, the jobs that you're going on. And uh, basically, you just rebuild this town. And as you rebuild the town, more people show up. You can buy more things. You can change it to like they even have like kind of like a city builder element because you could unlock stone and castle frameworks. You can yes. not only build the town, but change the way that looks their decorations. You can put out banners and trees and things like this that you earn. It's only I've only I'm only two hours in. So I'm again, I'm not here to tell you that I thought it was great. But mm-hmm. considering I didn't pay a dime to play it, that was a really good two hours for a game I didn't pay any money for. And I thought it was interesting when I shared that in the Discord, but several people were like, this game is awful. <laughs> and, um, you know, they complained about when, I guess when it launched on mobile, that they were constantly barraged with like, you got to buy this, you got to buy this. Yes. I'm here to tell you that in my two hours, I got hit with that twice. Okay. And it, I thought it was fine. I, I finished the mission and it was like, do you want this pack? And I was like, nope. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did the Abyss. Which is yeah, that endless runner dungeon crawling. That's it. It's uh, it's like um, it's like Wind Waker when you go and do those those challenges, those trials, 
where you yeah. fight enemy after enemy after enemy, like through 50 levels. They have the same thing. It's called the abyss that you unlock uh, by talking to the people every so often. And it's just an endless dungeon and level by level, it gets harder and harder and harder. I was level seven and I got to 12 before I finally died. And you earn a bunch of gold and a bunch of experience and everything for doing that. And uh, I read online that I think there's 99 of those. So the oh, wow. fact that it's free and you've got even that, like that that in itself by itself, that's a pretty decent experience for a free game. The fact that mm-hmm. you've got all these jobs and missions and the town builder and everything on top of it to do as well, I think it's pretty good. And um, I like Skyrim, but I would never call myself an Elder Scrolls fan. Definitely not. I would never call myself a Bethesda fan. I like Skyrim a lot. And I don't do like Fallout or StarQuest or whatever the other thing is. I don't do any of those other things. <laughs> That's not even out yet. <laughs> yeah. So I don't do any of those other things. So I, yeah. I did Oblivion on 360 uh, okay. for a little bit, but I, I got way into Skyrim. So maybe that's why I kind of like this one a little bit more. But for a free game on Switch, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I tell you, I'd, I'd recommend anybody to give it a try for sure. Don't have anything I, I re- yeah, I recommend it too, I guess, in the beginning. I think what fell for me is that when I played it on mobile is right, is those, hey, why don't you pay this for an extra credits to get materials or whatever. But it's also to the point of um, I try to play it one hand a lot because I wanted to commute with it. And so I would hold the railing on the bus while I try to play this on the phone one handed. It's doable, but it kind of sucks. So I think it's a little bit better probably with a controller. I got controllers. I work on both sticks. I got both triggers. You, you get to map your spells to the left D-pad. You get to map moves to the right D-pad or, the, you know, the right set of buttons. Mm-hmm. I was digging it. Yeah, that's much better. <laughs> that's why I kept um, playing. I, I was like, this is pretty good. <laughs> I, I think as any mobile game and any mobile games that come to the consoles, you get to a point where like, Okay, I can't really do much more other than this very slow, like repetitive progression game loop that I don't care about. And so therefore I'm done unless I pay actual money and I hit that point with this game. I got you. And I'm like, well, I can't really do much. I could do maybe a mission or two. Do you know how far um, you played before you hit that point? I, I wasn't sure because I always played on the bus on the commute. And I did that for a good while. Maybe. Um, okay. I don't know, a few months. So that's what I was like thinking. That. I was like, it's probably just because I'm so early and progressing so fast that I'm finding it more enjoyable than somebody who puts in so much time like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's I the I same hit- way with Quest. Yeah. Quest the same way. Exactly. It's all these free free to play games yeah. where you're going to progress a lot in the beginning and really get hooked on it. And then you're going to get to a point where it's going to be pretty slow. Yeah. And you're going to have to do maybe 20 or 30 of the same missions before you can really get somewhere my only um, downside is the missions i mean i imagine that it's procedural but the missions like it's not they take place in like the same hallway over and over and over again like you the same rooms like it took me i went through about five or six and i was like it's like the same thing (laughs) like the exact same thing like maybe a a room feels like it turned to the right instead of the left or something but it's like the same stuff as in each one yeah it's literally like two landscapes it's like a forest and then like a dark dungeon atmosphere and the game the forest has like some some light rays and stuff that at times look good but it's not a looker it doesn't look great and i did experience some slowdown especially like when i was going from a like a connecting hallway to like a next open space Mm -hmm. like on that little patch you see like it kind of stutter a little and then it would kind of keep going which Mm -hmm. i thought was surprising it's a mobile game like it should run really well on switch and there's a little slowdown but again free free game free i mean it's that I, I bring that up often when I try to review a game. I always say that I think the price matters. I know a lot of reviewers don't. A lot of outlets mm-hmm. don't. I think the price does. And it's really hard to just throw too many stones at something that's free. 
You know, it's like, well, it asked me for money. It's like, well, duh. <laughs> it costs people like <laughs> they don't make free games, a bad business model. <laughs> exactly. You know, Fortnite asks you for money every time you boot up too. Um, so, I mean, I get that part of it, but I had fun. I had fun. So, Garrett, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, yeah. First off, uh, I've been um, getting back into Astral Chain. Um, I actually, again, as I said last time, um, I played about five hours uh, when I was on an international trip last um, fall. And I just stopped cold turkey because I was busy with some other games I I even forgot. But now I'm back into it. um, And I really, really do enjoy it. It took a little bit to get back into the action RPG moveset. Um, I actually, I, I really do enjoy this game. Um, I think it's one of Platinum's better games. Um, I love how the missions, um, they're linear and you can do some extra stuff in these missions. Um, but at the same time, it's not, it's not overbearing, right? It's, it's not open world. And so I can get through this game. I feel like just fine. I'm like, all right, I'm just going through the mission, carrying out with the story and doing some extra side stuff here and there if I really want to. Yeah. Um, Gotta get that, the cats. It, 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 oh, those cats. Hey, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to. I I can't do the collectibles, man. I miss so much stuff. And when I look at the end of the missions, like, you did seven out of the 12 cases. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go back and go those five cases and figure out everything. But it, at least there's stuff to do other than the main mission. Um, I love the combat a lot. Um, I think... Uh, it does very well two things like you can be really good by just mashing buttons you yeah. can play in casual mode and you can just mash whatever you want and you can feel really good doing it too um you could just smash art like the right trigger to just attack and let your legion who is chained to you attack as well and then once you're prompt to press an a and do a finish off it's very glamorous very stylish and it's like it's it's very eye candy um but if you really want to do like big combos like very complex combos you could do that too um with your legion um by pressing other than the the attack button you could dodge and then you can switch weapons and then you can switch legions that have special abilities as well um it it goes into like a you could do whatever you really want you stream the other day i'm not sure if it was Mm -hmm. the first time you got back into it or not but i definitely noticed i was like oh he's a little He's a little rusty on the controls. You kept yes. getting the charge and you kept like trying to hit him. I was like, you got to wrap him and chain him down first. <laughs> I was watching. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, I 100% agree with you. I think that I can probably said for any platinum game, not like the best pickup and play game. You kind of want to stick mm-hmm. with it because the yes. controls get complex. That is a theme that all of their games go through. And, uh, yeah, if you, if you, if you put it down and you come back, you're still going to have to get back up to speed. You have to get yes. back on that horse and it's going to take a minute. Mm-hmm. And then um, other than the combat, the platforming, it's fine. I think it can be a little better. It seems a little wonky. There was one, actually, the the, the stream I was in, too, uh, where you were watching. Um, I was trying to actually ride on the dog and through these platforms because these platforms, you know, fade out and you can, like, you know, go down. Um, but, like, it's very hard to turn that dog into the right way. The camera controls are sometimes a little wonky and get, like, really weird um in tight and narrow spaces so i i didn't really like the platforming that much right there um i think it got a little bit better once it opened up a bit more 
Uh, other than that, the bosses, um, I'm out, I'm up to the homunculuses, the yeah. the huge giant mm-hmm. monsters. And I'm like, dang, their enemy variants are crazy. Like they just go like monster after monster after monster. It's like here's the flying monster, here's the huge giant like big monster that you're gonna have to wrap Godzilla. the legs around. Uh, yeah, it's basically like tearing, Godzilla tearing the whole city apart. There's like angels later. Like it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. So it, it gets pretty crazy with the enemies. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm really enjoying um, this game. This is exactly what I kind of need right before Xenoblade Chronicles. I was like, man, I just want an action RPG where I can feel good and and looks really nice and has a good story. And it's like, this, this is the game that I wanted to go back to instantly when I thought of it. I really, really um, love that one. Yeah, it, it is a very, very good game. Hopefully they'll come back with a sequel. One of the better uh, exclusives, in my opinion. It's yeah. Like a system seller, like a game you can only play on Switch. Like that one is real, real good. Yeah, I hope we get a. I mean, I I remember it sold pretty well for a platinum game, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I hope I hope we get a sequel. I'd be all for yeah. a sequel. Yeah, me too. Uh, so other than that, I'm I'm still continuing my Ocarina of Time playthrough. I I did not progress as much as last time because I got a little bit aggravated in a certain spot. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, last time I I got to the adult link part. Um, then I got you know my girl. Epona, the house, uh, the the horse, <laughs> not not the boy <laughs> that I threw on Twitter. I forgot all about that until this moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're Becker and I'm like, are you freaking serious? Right now? Got my boy Epona. That was so good. That was <laughs> so good. Wikipedia. I'm gonna bookmark Epona. that on like the Nintendo Shack page or something like that. That's really bring it out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at who Epona was like. <laughs> Originally, I'm like, oh, that's a Greek goddess or something. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Malin does say when you're when you're befriending her, when you're young Link, yeah. she tells you, hey, go say hi to her. Go pet her. Or nah, he's just, no, he's, oh, he's just pressing AA. He's like, when can I beat up more stuff? <laughs> exactly. Um, but it kind of took a while to figure that one out because um, there's certain prompts you needed to do through that uh, to get the horse. I didn't know I had to talk. Yeah, they don't tell you. I didn't know you had to get on the horse and then talk to the guy to race. And I actually didn't look that up. I just like found it out by itself. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so I went through that race, got the horse, um, the hook shot, the way that I got the hook shot. I did not know what to do. Um, so I know I had to get an item from Kakariga Village. Um, yeah, I remember that one being cryptic too. Yeah. There are, I just, like, there are signs that like point you... Like if you talk to people in the village and stuff at that time, they point you to the graveyard. But now they, I, don't I know you have to find a specific grave. Like exactly. they have you have to do that, yeah. But if you but if you so read, cryptic. isn't it in his journal? If you read the grave, I read the journal. journal. I read like I know I had to go to the graveyard, and I was like, wait, what do I do in the graveyard? I didn't know I had to. I can move stones too. I got gotcha. you. That I got gotcha. stuff that we take for granted because we've known it for twenty years. That's true. Yeah. It's very true. Um, and I looked online, I was like, Hey, you can move the gravestone. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And then, um, I went from there and I, I caught, uh, the, the guy and did the little race, uh, through, through the underground cemetery and got the hook shot. Um, then I was like, okay, the first temple I need to go to. Saria. Uh, Saria. Yeah. My favorite. No, I, I wanted to help her. I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go to the forest temple. Uh, so went over there. Um, I went through some parts of the dungeon. Actually, Are you playing in I 3D? Just, I can't because I have a 2DS XL. Yeah, it's okay. So. You're not missing out. The yeah. Forest Temple is beautiful in 3D. 
all I'm those sure. fireflies and everything that are like it's all 3D laid. It's it's really it's like maybe my favorite part of the game in 3D. That and like the Zora's domain is really really nice looking in 3D. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to a point in that dungeon where um, I got pretty aggravated where I kept dying. Um, where there's you know these skeleton warriors and you're not sure when to attack them. I know they always put their shield up, but it's feels pretty random when they attack and when they're at a distance they jump attack too and that jump attack does a lot of damage gotta dodge Z I'm dodging, dodge I, man i'm dodging as much Tuck as i roll. can oh my gosh and every time i attack they know they're like okay he's vulnerable let's jump and attack him now and so uh i died like four or five times without from that. some of those deku seeds come on man i tried <laughs> whatever and then i i just beat it right before we started recording i i, I beat the three skeleton wars got my fairy bow um so i'm at that point uh hopefully i'll continue more tonight uh we'll see how it goes um but yeah i'm enjoying it um i think you make me want to uh, replay it kind of like these yeah, past few yeah. weeks yeah, every time that any yeah ocarina of time is one of those games where anytime somebody starts talking about it it's like I should probably replay. <laughs> it's been. I think the last time I played it was when the 3DS version came out. It's been two or yeah. three years for me. I played it not that long ago, maybe two years ago. I think. Mm. I think I went I through. Played, have you ever played the Master Quest version? I did Breath of the Wild, then Wind Waker again, then Ocarina before I did Breath of the Wild again twice. Oh wow! So it's been since then. But uh, I did the Master Quest, yeah. I actually never did that. I might replay it and do the Master Quest version. I did that the second time. Um, like two years ago, that's what I did. I did the Master Quest version. It's What's weird. The Master Quest version. Um, well, it's a little do, bit. Am I supposed to know? Well, it's a little bit harder, but it flips everything is backwards. Oh, okay. I think the dungeons if, are a little bit harder. It is. Yeah, it's a little bit harder, but uh, really, it's the orientation that throws you off. Everything is backwards. Like it's all backwards. The map, every the dun- everything is completely backwards. Like weird. Yeah, and it really throws you off because you're like, this is over here, but it's not. It's not there. Especially if oh, it's wow. like someone like us, where we played the regular version so many times, and you're just so used to where to go. And, and I mean, with both of you like, playing the inferior 2D version, now is a good time for you to try the 3D version of the game. Like, you so I buy a 3DS plus. XL. Is that what you're saying? The consoles to do it. You still have the original, don't you? Do it is hanging in there. <laughs> Honestly, it works. Our Patreon's going to fund you a 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, sorry, I don't interrupt you, Gary, but like that original 3DS model, um, it tanked so bad when it was announced, right? When it came out, it was like such a huge yeah. flop. It was yeah. so bad. I remember and buying it too. <laughs> I remember like, looking at it and yeah. you guys know how much I buy things. I remember looking at that. I was like, oh, hell no. I am not buying that. Like, look at this <laughs> piece of garbage. It it's just little know, bitty got- screens. And it's like edgy yeah. design. And I was like, this yeah. is awful. What is this garbage? Yeah. And, and then I got they, it. <laughs> then they, they did the 3DS XL. And I was like, now we're talking. Now, and that's when oh, I jumped okay. in. I jumped in. I, I jumped in when the 3DS XL came out with uh, Link Between Worlds. That's when I jumped into oh, 3DS. Wow. It was actually my first like self-bought portable. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't have the portable legacy that a lot of folks have. Okay. I, I kind of dabbled with the friends. Like my aunt had a Game Boy, so I played things through that. And then mm-hmm. I played some Game Boy games on my N64 through like the cartridge pack. But I never had most Game Boy games and Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance and stuff like that. I just had friends that had them or played them through like GameCube. Like I was, I was always a console player, always. I, and and I, I, I don't feel bad when I say this, but I know portable players don't like hearing it. Back then, I always thought that they were like not as good. 
And I, I think that's true. Like they are definitely not as good as portable. Like they were almost like a huge generation behind between console and portable. And I was like, why would you want to play this? <laughs> it mm. looks like an NES. Like it's awful. Because <laughs> you play on the go. You can be in your car and yeah, you can but play I, your Pokemon. But I wasn't willing to go back in time to do it. Now, when the 3DS XL came out, they started releasing like Fire Emblem Awakening. Fire Emblem Awakening is gorgeous oh, as any was... console game, right? So yeah. that was like Nine. when I that was like when I jumped in. Like 3DS, I was like, okay, now we're at a level where I feel like I can jump in and do this. I thought honestly, I felt the same way when the DS was like on top of the world. It had all these little like smartphone games and and you know like I was like, that's not a real games machine. I don't want to play that. So uh, judge me and however like- you will, <laughs> Nintendo Shack listeners. But yeah, that's that's my short abridged portable legacy. I didn't really have one until 3ds, and then probably have the biggest library too. You know what's funny is that we get the 3ds, and I fell in love with it. Not only because the Wii U tank, but literally leading up to the Switch, we did a, a Nintendo Shack show. Like mm-hmm. a year before NX was announced, like in the commercial. And mm-hmm. then I was saying, I really hope it's a portable because I wow. did find that love that because it's portable. Like maybe if I'd found the game that would have taught me back then, who knows what would have happened? Maybe I play portables instead of consoles, or maybe I play both like I do now. So, wait, mm-hmm. when did you get into Pokemon then? I played uh, the original Pokemon. Pokemon, uh, I played yeah. Pokemon, I po- po- Pokemon Red. I did Heart mm-hmm. Gold. Um, I did XY, um, Pokemon Sun and Moon. I did not do Black so White. You jumped around. And I didn't do yeah, Diamond okay. and Crystal. Yeah, I remember you saying that now. Yep. Gotcha. But I played uh, I played those on 64 through like the Pokemon Stadium yeah, pass. I, yeah, I do remember you saying that. Oh, okay. And I was like, why would you play this on a Game Boy? <laughs> like, <laughs> even back then, I was snobby about it. Was like, because there was something really magical about having the little light on top of the, um, yes. the Game Boy and playing it in the backseat of a car on a long yes. car ride home. Yes. That's magic that you didn't get to experience. I guess Stay so. Up three in the morning. Hey, I didn't have the um, money for under that. Under the covers. I had under, the, under the covers. My, my parents checked magic. on me. I went straight under the yep. covers with my Game Why'd Boy. Why'd you go under the cover? Like my parents checked on me and I was sitting it. in front of my N64 like I always was. I was doing the same <laughs> thing I always do. Kids, Donnie. Some of us were good kids. <laughs> Like, wait a minute, your parents checked on you? Like, what is that? How does that work? <laughs> Continue, Garrett. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty much done. All right. What about you, Rebecca? What you been up to? Uh, I haven't been up to anything new um, since last week. I'm slowly making more progress in Golf Story. And when I say slow, I mean slow. That game, if we're talking about games that don't give you direction on where to go... I've already had to look mm-hmm. up stuff and like have people tell really? me stuff. I mean, you play yeah. Chrono Trigger. Yeah. It can't be any worse than that. You go talk it's to the worse. people. Yeah. <laughs> no, not worse like like in bad. Like worse <gasps> is in it doesn't tell you where to go. No, I'm having fun with it. It's very directionless. I'm having a lot of fun with it. But the thing is, it's like, it's, it's cryptic. And mm-hmm. I'm not the smartest gamer. I don't know. Like I need it fed to me where to go, apparently. I am still in the valley. Um, doing all of the quests. And I think I didn't realize because it has the journal that you can open up and it has all of like the little quests to do. Yep. And I didn't really take that at first as like do them in order. I thought it was kind of like all of these are just optional things you can do aside from the main quest. Mm, yeah, no. Which is not the case. Yeah, no, not at all. It's do these in order because they lead you towards the main quest. So I was trying to do like one of the quests that, that it said. Right. But I couldn't even access that until I did like two of the other ones. So I think that was my mistake that I didn't know like how the quests work. I thought they were just kind of like optional side quests. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then there's like other things that that it doesn't tell you, like to feed the fish. I was walking all around trying to feed the fish. I was struggling. I remember trying to figure that out too. The little white golf balls or whatever they are. I thought they were flowers. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you could eat them. I remember that. There was another one. um, This was like my probably most embarrassing moment. I was live streaming golf stream and I played it. And it's it's at the next area where you're like in the sky and the clouds. And you have to hit like all these golf balls into these rings at some point. Um, and I couldn't find like the next ring. I had hit like eight out of nine or something. And I was like, I guess I, I couldn't find it. And I remember there was a, like a ring. I thought, I think I have to go look it up, but my memory serves. It was like a ring next to like one that had a hole. And I thought it was one I'd already hit, but the ring was still there. So I thought I had to hit it in the hole. And it was like a 205-yard mm. shot. And I sat there for like an hour hitting oh it God. over and over. And I actually oh made goodness. it. I made it. And it still didn't work. I was like, I don't know what to do. Turns out I was looking at the wrong circle. Circle was literally the other side of the map. <laughs> I just didn't oh see my it. God. And I'm on wow. stream just hitting it over and over and over again. <laughs> That's going to be me. Like, I have to look up stuff. But the really good news is... Sam mm-hmm. was watching me stream it, and he was like, oh, my God, this looks so much fun. Is this game oh. on the Switch? Can I buy it? So he bought it. Wow. Um, he caught up to the part where I'm at. I think he's actually a little bit ahead of me now. Those devs uh, really need to come on our show. I've sold, like, 50 copies of Golf Story. <laughs> For real. We <laughs> <laughs> just sold two. Um, but um, I think we're going to try to maybe play it, like, keep up with each other yeah. and help it like, help each other, I guess. Um, he told me how to do the turtles because I didn't know how to do the turtles. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I still so boot it up really occasionally and I play yeah. with my wife or my son. We play against each other. As cryptic as it is, like that part I'm struggling a little bit with. Um, but I am having fun with the golf aspect of it, which I wasn't yeah. sure if I would. And the writing, you're right, is really funny. It's a dry sense of humor. It's like, the best. Yes. <laughs> and sports story it. is going to be amazing. Like I'm it. so excited oh. for sports story. All right, Top of the list. I think those those two things are, are keeping me going with it. <sighs> I can't wait. What? See, here's the funny part. The best of that game is still way out in front of you. No, like I'm you're sure. just yeah. scratching the I, surface. I know. I'm just it gets so much I better. It's like this whole Halloween manner thing and, and the rap battle, and it's so much better. Some people, <laughs> I don't know. I feel a little bit guilty sometimes looking stuff up or like getting help without mm. trying too hard. But I, I hear I, that I, a lot. I might have to do it for this. Game. I don't. Like, it's. I, I'll do it. That <laughs> stuff never bothers me at all. Um, essentially, what that always comes down to is how much time do I, yeah, want to devote. And I think it usually comes down to how much like do I love a game? Like with mm-hmm. a Zelda game, I will really try to get it one or two times. If I fail one or two times, I'm totally getting a guide. So like Garrett struggling and going and trying to figure it out, like I would have picked up a guide a long time ago. Oh, but no. then there are other games where I'm like, I don't even want to think hard right now because I don't care about this game. I'm just trying to figure this out. And I will snap to a guide instantly, like yeah. super fast. Yeah, I, I definitely do use guides when I'm stuck. I prefer when there's someone who can give me a hint. Yeah. Um, which is nice because I'm streaming it. So there are people I remember, who play dude, I was playing uh, the Uncharted collection. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Uncharted 3. Has yeah. like that tile puzzle where you got to like move all oh, the. I and I was that. like, I hate that. Somebody tell me yeah. how to do this. <laughs> I tried it for maybe five seconds and I was like, nope, this requires too much thought. And my, <laughs> nope, I don't want to do this. And it's, it's not because I can't. It's just like. So I play video games, right? Or <laughs> I play video games to relax. I don't want to sit here yeah. and like struggle and feel like I'm taking a test. Agreed. Yep. The only other thing I've been playing is Animal Crossing. I'm seeing a lot mm-hmm. of people getting burnt out by it. I'm really? Not. 
I hit the 200 hour mark. It's a little early to be burnout on it, isn't it? Because I think some people are at the 400 hour mark. Ah, I got you. Yeah, I hit the 200 this past week. Um, I redid my entire entrance. I'm finding little projects to work on and I'm still having fun with it. Mm. Um, Is it just redoing a lot of your island? Is that what you're kind of doing in Animal Crossing now? Yeah, so there's there's definitely parts of my island that I haven't worked on at all. Like I still uncharted territory on my island that I'm still working on. Um, But then there's like little things that like once I get new items for it, I'll like think of a new idea and want to redo the idea um, and like make something new with it. Um, It was one of my villagers' birthdays today, so I got to to have a little. Is there like an is there an event coming up or anything? Is there something players can look forward to? um, Is it the May Day parade right now? May Day. There, I know the wedding season is coming up. Ah, that'll be something. My yeah. wife screwed up the May Day New thing. Wife. She told oh, me really? she was so upset. She came to me and oh. she was like, I feel real bad. And she was like, she she got into something like a maze or something. She was like, oh, I messed up. So she was like, I'm just going to quit and come back. So she quit oh. and she lost her ticket. And she's like, now I feel oh, awful. No. I was like, yeah, you should. You can't do that. Like, it does tell you pretty explicitly. She does not read any of that. She's just clicking her way through. <laughs> she's, she's going for She it. still plays. She still plays. I mean, there, wasn't, there wasn't really anything that. I think it's lost. Like it's just lost. She's she still plays daily. My That's daughter crazy. still plays. And Kyle, Kyle the Pug hooked us up with a studio. We gotta go set up our I know our yeah, little recording video. Yeah. Rebecca, you tell Absolutely. me when and where and I'll I'll I'll, I'll make something up. We'll, I'll figure we'll something out. Okay. Yeah. But that is uh that's that's what I've been doing. All right, let me ask you this. So players are starting to reach their the end of their There's journeys. No. Well, they're starting to reach the point where it's it's diminished returns. And even you are like finding finding things to do now, doing your own little projects, making your own game out of it. So what's the future here? Is there an island expansion or five or like Well, I thought it was pretty promising with that last update. They kind of roadmapped what the next two months looked like. I'm sure in June we're gonna get another one of those that tells what to look forward to in July and August. Right, but those are like the events are a nice little distraction. But like eventually you're going to want more core Animal Crossing game. And that's yeah. uh, when we were talking about mm. it the first time when I said that I think while I think the island is a very nice size, I definitely think like I could see a world where it was much bigger, like compared to Minecraft it's very small. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and like they're very similar type of games. So I was wondering if people were going to kind of fill the limit on what the oh, little sandbox can that, have. Definitely. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if the question is like, is that it? Is that just, is that the experience? Are you happy with it? Or does Nintendo think, give you multiple islands? Like you hook them together or something? I don't see that or like an expansion happening, but I think it would be greatly welcomed by many people. Cause I totally uh, could see them. Like uh, I could see them. If it were me, if I ran Nintendo, you go to your little Dodo airplane, right? And then mm-hmm. you could hit like a second Island. Like maybe yeah, as a mayor. I'm sorry. That that makes too much sense. That's a good idea. Yeah, that would work. And I, and then you start all over again. And you have multiple themed islands and that type of sort of thing. You know. Hmm. No, I would love that. I think a lot of people would love that. There's also just way too many small quality of life fixes that I don't think they're going to fix. We've talked right. about that. Um, that if they're not if they're not fixing those, I don't really see um, them doing something quite that big. Um, maybe DLC down the line. I would love it. Sure. Um, there was a big duplication glitch that came yep. out this week where now 
people are duplicating all of like their rarest items, all their Nook Mile tickets. And like, there's millions of everything now. And the, the AC economy is like just broken, broken. But I think it's so ironic that the whole reason why we don't have cloud saves is to prevent people from duplicating items. And now ways to duplicate yeah. items. Did you see Robo in our chat? Um, was it, no, I'm sorry, Robo. Rob? Rob3000? Um, he was in our Discord earlier this week, and uh, he said his Switch Lite, his daughter's Switch it Lite was, was uh, drifting. Now, oh, it was drifting, right. Yeah. Now, he since, I guess he cleaned it out, whatnot, and it got better. But there was like a four-hour period there that morning where he was like, we're going to take it to the store and transfer it. And he, I was like, that's not going to work. You, you can't do that. He's like, yeah. what are you talking about? He's like, even with the system transfers, like, that's why we, we've said it so much on the show. Like, it's still happening anyway. Why can't the rest of us have cloud saves? Exactly. Cause that's yeah. real. I, I felt I had to be the one to tell him because he was like, we're just going to go and transfer it. And there was like, did it, did it, was he able to save it? Did it fix it? He, he fixed the stick. Okay. Like, he, he, I guess he blew it out or whatnot. Was it the, oh, okay. He didn't break it apart. Or no, 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 no. Oh, like, it just, okay. yeah. I think he said, I think she, I think he said that. Like the pro controller was connected was like under a pillow or something. Oh, but there was like serious drift there. But there was like a thirty minute period where he, yeah. where he was like, "We're gonna have to send it in for repairs." I was like, "You're gonna lose the save." I was like, "You're gonna start yeah. all over." He's like, "What?" I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. <laughs> if this stuff is happening anyway, like, I feel awful. I feel like yeah. I'm like the Grim Reaper. I was yeah. like, it's totally gone. Yeah. He's like, yeah. even if we do a system transfer, yes. It's it's gonna go away. Yeah, my switch light. I don't know. I've been I've been chatting a lot yeah. in the Discord too. But my left stick. You're scaring the hell out of me. It's messing. It's messing up a little now. My girlfriend doesn't mind it. Like she's like, yeah, I'm still moving around just fine in Animal Crossing. But I'm like, I cannot play a game. Have like you that. cleaned it? Like it'll happen. Have you cleaned it's, it though? It, it's not a cleaning thing. No, hang it, on a second. It's, oh, okay. All right. So this, we we just talked about this a lot when all of the drift stuff were happening. There are things you can do that a lot of people have a lot of success with without cracking it open. Okay. All right. You get the, um, it's like WD-40, like electromagnetic spray. I've got some. I can send you a picture of it. Um, You kind of pull the stick to one side, kind of spray it in there, and like wiggle it around a lot. Because what what is most often happening with stick drift is it's a wearable part. It's like on on a, like a plastic like on a plastic roller, right. and debris yeah, gets in there, and that's it. It's <laughs> not the stick. If you just get the debris out of the way, it'll be like boom, it'll it'll play again. Yeah. That I happens. Ninety percent of the people when they do that, yeah. it starts working again. Okay, I'll, and you I'll might have to do it again down the line. Yeah, you may have to do it more than once, it's and then it sucks. Again. It does suck. You have to do it. I don't want to regurgitate, you know, stick drift and all that, but I know it's. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people. I saw Kotaku wrote a. Or like it's still going around and it does suck that people have to do it. Mm-hmm. But um, that part, at least cleaning it, can fix it a lot of the time. And then on at least on the regular Joy-Cons, I can't speak to the light. I've never popped one of those open. On the regular Joy-Cons, right. the swap on them, really not difficult. Um, I think anybody with, you know, capable hands, like if you can build a model airplane, you can swap a joystick. Like it's not that difficult. his pro controller shell. He can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like now you can totally st- swap it. I, I watched a video of someone breaking down a switch light and for the left stick, you can get behind it. You can break it apart and get behind the left joystick because it's not behind the motherboard nice. and it's, it's an extra part there. And it's like, it's doable. And then when the guy was saying, now, if you want to get to the right stick, it's a pain. I, I don't recommend it. Which actually. one is yours? 
Mine's the left stick. Oh, so okay. it's, it's, okay. it's pretty lucky like that. The problem is I've also accidentally dropped it <laughs> in the beginning of my purchase. So it might have some rattling in there already. Well, that's what's wrong with it. <laughs> broke it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I don't, I, I don't, don't tell them about it. Or, or get, a, a, get a replacement. I mean, yeah, probably. And it sucks that you may lose some sort of progress, but yeah. that's what I told you when you first set it up. It's like, you got to get it in as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, they're they're closed right now, I know. so I, I, know. I, I can't do anything about it right now. Keep the receipt. Yeah, it's somewhere. I Uh-oh. think find the receipt because oh, that's going to save you. You better it's find Amazon, the receipt. So. That's good because yeah. that's mm-hmm. the first thing when they open this up. You know what that's going to happen? They're going to have a flood of people that have been trying to get Joy-Con repairs and stuff, and you better have a receipt to show them. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sucks, man. Sorry. Uh, we'll get it figured out. Rebecca, anything else? Let's talk Paper Mario. Oh, the news of the week. Paper Mario Origami King announced today, Tiger King, and launches on Nintendo Switch on July 17th. Mario faces one of his most thrilling challenges yet in Paper Mario the Origami King when the dangerous king, Ollie, unleashes his plan to fold the entire world. Just when matters couldn't get worse, he's bound Princess Peach's castle in a giant colored streamers and transported it to a distant mountain he's even transformed bowser's minions into folded soldiers and enlisted them into his treacherous cause uh the game features a brand new ring based battle system that lets you flex your puzzle solving skills and to line up scattered enemies to maximize damage mario also has 1000 fold arms yep just like arms, arms the game. That's what I thought of. <laughs> that is the new key mechanic that you can use to solve puzzle, unlock new locations, find secrets, and partners are back as well. Now, we have a lot of questions. I'm going to let Rebecca read yeah. to you, but I want to get your guys' first thoughts. My first thoughts with the uh, with the partners, on the trailer, I solved the partners, and I was like, that's cool. We have a party again. I didn't mm-hmm. see them in battle. No. Did, did you see them in battle? No. I did not see them in battle. Right. So that makes me wonder if partners are just going to be like companions that you find to do like random encounter battles or like overall battles. And then maybe mm-hmm. to like explore, to like gain new abilities as you're, you know, unlocking new towns and stuff. Um, I think this game looks great. And I think it's cool that they, they stealth dropped it and they announced it. It didn't get leaked. I mean, outside the fact that we, we've been expecting an announcement already, but like nobody, you know, said any details about it, you know, like real league leak. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it looks fantastic. It's very clean, yeah. colorful picture, just like Color Splash, like Yoshi. Um, you know, like it has all that kind of stuff to it, as you would expect it to be. Um, the, the ring-based battle system, at first glance, I thought was cool. Okay. I was like, okay, this is different. I probably prefer this more than cards and colors. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm on board. Um, the question that I have that I haven't found any answers to, because I think a lot of people have been looking for it, and there's just not a lot of details of how it works, is is it the same arena every time? Like, is it like a Pokemon where every time you go into a battle, you get like transported to this arena to do the battle? Or was that battle specific to that area and other battles will feature different rings with more variety, different things? That's what I was kind of wondering. Like, are there yeah. different elements to different rings? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, would, I would think the second one that you just said. That I would hope. Variety. We would hope so. I yeah. would hope, but, but you know, there's just no details. It was a, it was a brand new mechanic that I've never seen in a game before with no, very with very little detail about the mechanic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I have all kinds of questions. But I, I did see there looked like to be like a timer in that yes. in that in that thing. So I like that. I think that's fun because it's gonna add some stress to it and it's more of like an action 
Even yes. if you're not like performing punches, it's more of an action-based combat system. And that's yeah, more yeah. for me. I would much rather that than more of like the Pokemon style or the, like the Coco, uh, the color splash, which I, I love color splash. Like the, the, the way the game looks, the writing was fantastic. <laughs> the battling was awful and I oh, never want to do that again. Um, so that one did not stick with me as well. So my overall thoughts is I'm positive on it. it comes out soon, just a few weeks. That's crazy. And, uh, that's- I heard it already went gold. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah, That's a lot of fun. A huge secret that <laughs> no. Which I honestly, why didn't this? Why didn't Paper Mario ever come up in our conversations of what might come out this year? Like it seems so obvious. But it was in that original leak, so I was expecting it. But I mean, mm. I, I mean personally, I can't ever say that I like. I love Thousand Year Door like a lot, a lot of people. Outside mm-hmm. of that, I don't have a whole lot of love for the Paper Mario series. So I think that's the general feeling for most people. Yeah, so it's not something I typically like look forward to. I'm not going to like if you're like, "Hey, Donnie, what are your predictions for this year?" Probably not going to say Paper Mario. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not a very good Nintendo fan. I've never played a Paper Mario game. It's okay. Uh, but. I do have Thousand Year Door that I've always said every single year. I said, this is the year I'm going to play it. It still holds up. It's still really know, good. Know, it's so I pretty. Um, I guess I never played it when I, I got it like when it first came out. When I was um, pretty young, I didn't really understand the mechanics and how to play. I mm-hmm. didn't really ever play too many RPGs. So the fact that it was like an RPG combined with I was never a big Mario fan to begin with is probably the reason why I never stuck with it and played it. Um, You're probably like more ready for it now. You probably take to it a little bit more. I think so. I think so. And like, I do want to still play thousand year door. I might end up getting this game because of just, you know, what, what else am I looking forward to this year? Like this is the only thing on my plate right now um, to look forward to. Um, But I think all things considered, it looks, I think it looks good. I don't have anything to compare it to because I haven't played paper Mario. I don't know what mechanics. Play Thousand Year Door, Super Paper Mario, Sticker Star, um, Color Splash. So I've I've played a few of them. And I've always heard, you know, that Thousand Year Door is the best game and that the other ones haven't lived up to it, but I don't know why that is. Like, what about the other games? Still like playing it. Well, Sticker Star is gimmicky. Um, It was the story, not the mechanics. Well, Thousand Year Doors, like the story. And at the time, like for me, it was like brand new. Felt like really new and refreshing, like, you know. So, uh, because I didn't do paper mario on 64 right i didn't do that one um but i did super paper mario on wii mm-hmm. nick fact check me uh i think that's it uh, i like that one i don't think a lot of people do i don't think one's kind of mixed but i like that one but i really liked wii i was like it was way more into wii games than i think a lot of people were okay. um sticker star i liked but most people hate it now i won't go i wouldn't go to bat for it i think like th- i think like a lot of games on 3ds i think sticker star is kind of in that filler B tier release, yeah. you know, that's what I then I'm gonna say that. You know, it's like a Yoshi, like a Kirby. There was Sticker Star. I played I played Sticker Star way more than I played Color Splash. So I, I can at least say that. I liked Sticker Star, I think, more than I like Color Splash. Even though Color Splash, um, the writing in Color Splash are really, really good. And the engine is beautiful. It is probably mm-hmm. the prettiest game on Wii U by a long shot. I mean, it is a really good looking game. And uh by all accounts, what we saw in this trailer looks a lot like that. So I imagine on Switch, it's going to be a real looker for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Can I just jump into the questions? Because I think we have a really good 
mix of questions sure. or mm-hmm. thoughts. Um, Laurel wants to know, how do you feel about the new combat system so far? So we, we did see the ring. We touched a little bit on that. Mm-hmm. What, what are your, what other thoughts do you have about it? I have no idea <laughs> to be honest with you. I just saw it for like, what, two seconds. It's and we brief. just saw one turn and then an attack. And hey, I'm like, you wanted turn-based mechanics. You got it. You turn. There's a timer. <laughs> There's a freaking timer. Okay. It looks more puzzly than it is. Than, yes. uh, I, I still expect it to have action elements. Like once you line up your attack, you'll still like do like your quick time event, like pus, you know, like, you know, rhythm based attacks. I expect right. that to be in there. So it might be fun. It might be tense. You might get hit with yeah. something. It's like, Hey, figure this out real quick. And you're like, Oh, left, right, left, right. Go. You know, that's what I'm kind of thinking. I kind of took it as um, with like the lining the enemies up with the ring. Like you can maybe attack like one or two enemies if they're lined up. But if you are able to line them up in a longer row, it's going to deal more damage. Like your attack will go further if you can get them in a row. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, do you have do you have limited amounts of rotations? Like, do you spend them or can you rotate based on like an asset, like a resource, like a like a coin or a collectible or something? Like, do you earn mm-hmm. spins? It's like right. I got 18 spins in my inventory, so I'm going to you know, turn this left or right and then go. Yeah, or if you can just leave it as it is, you just, you know, fight head on. I noticed there's just one color of the enemies. It was red. I wonder if you had to do some matching color type of deals where you can't mix the good. colors in a row too. Um, that right. could be good. And like, so. if the timer runs out, if you don't beat it by then, like you just lose, try yeah. it again. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I always go into, th- I try to go into things with an open mind. Um, so I think, and like I said, I think this was way better than the cards. The cards actually wasn't bad. I'm not opposed to the cards. The problem with the cards is you then had to color them, and it just felt oh, like okay. and it, like I know Kevin liked it, so I'm trying to say this without waking up to Kevin's comments tomorrow. But um, the coloring part felt weird because I didn't need it a whole lot, and maybe it's just I didn't play it like long, like long enough. But I I played it for maybe I played Color Splash maybe three hours. Let's say that mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know how. I think that might have been three to five hours. I never needed it. Like rarely did I need it. like the color only charged up the cards, but at least in the early parts of the game, the cards by themselves were more than enough. Like it's a pretty easy game. You know, at least the part I played, I didn't need to color it. So once I realized I didn't need to color, I stopped. So then I was like, well, what's the point? <laughs> you know, it's like, it was only, it was more unnecessary than bad, I guess is the kind of the way I put it. It felt more padded than good. It was like, well, this is just here to like make it take longer. It's not necessarily good. You know, like that's it. It's not necessarily that it's bad. It's just that it didn't do it's much. Just there. Where this this adds feels like it adds something. It's gonna make the combat more hectic. It's gonna make you think faster. It's gonna bring more tension. That mm-hmm. has merit to me versus just like you just get to color cards and it's fun. Still gonna wait and see what the actual combat system is. I hope they show off more videos explaining what the combat system really is like and the details of it. Um just looking at this video, it looks it's a very nice presentation. It hasn't sold me yet because I've never played a Paper Mario game and I don't know what that series is like. Um I would maybe, you know, try out Thousand Year Door, as you guys were saying, very popular it's good. Uh, game in the series, but um Sounds like we're asking about Garrett. Yeah, uh, I'm not, hey, here's $60, but like, okay, I'll keep an eye on it and, and see if I would get yeah, it. Steven wants to know what aspects of past Paper Mario games are you hoping to see return? What do you hope gets changed or added? Donnie, you kind of started to talk about that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I and I think from the cuts that they showed, I think the best thing about Paper Mario games is typically they're very funny, they're very punny. I think it's a big okay. part of it, and we already saw that. 
you know, like we saw that just in the trailer today, there were all kinds of little quips and, you know, back and forth and creases and folds and all that, you know, so like as long as they keep that, I think it'll be fun because that's the good part. The thing that I'm most excited about that I feel like it's a little bit different and a thousand year door definitely had some of it, but this one definitely feels in a whole, like in a much bigger scape was how big the world felt. Um, I don't really know exactly what was all going on. There was a lot in that trailer and I only watched it this morning at like nine o'clock. So my memory is a little bit fuzzy maybe, but I remember seeing like the, the boat in the ocean, which obviously like wind waker, you know, like, I don't know if that was a mini game, but I thought maybe that's like an overworld because they showed multiple different like levels were themed differently. And I was thinking maybe you take the boat to different islands, right. And every Island has a different theme. And then like, would be like, Wind Waker. <laughs> and then we saw like the the actual levels when they were in them, like being able to have like some 3D space to move around in. Like we saw that yes. hill that you could climb and go left and right. And we saw like that forest come down in like the 2D plane. So um that's it, it was in a vehicle too, like going the vehicles. Like that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, you could drive and stuff like that. So I think all of that is the thing that I'm most excited about from the trailer. It's just that this feels like a very big game yeah. um in terms of traversal and environments and stuff like that and that's my favorite part and i think they even said in the listing i was retweeting stuff today and i remember retweeting i think somebody said it's an adventure game like it was listed as an adventure genre game first okay i saw that that has me really excited because the yeah. rpg part of paper mara wasn't always my my favorite thing about it it was something i did to get to the adventuring and get to the funny parts so maybe those parts will take more of a front seat this time. Cool. Kyle wants to know, he's never played a Paper Mario game. Should he make an attempt to buy this game despite not knowing anything about the series? Uh, it's real hard to ask somebody to buy a game. Kyle, if you're looking to play something uh, next month, or it was a July, that month after, if you're July, looking to play yeah. something in July and you don't have anything, then I think this will be a really good opportunity to give Paper Mario a chance. Yeah, it's not like it's a story that follows a series that he can't, like, that he has to play the other ones before this, right? Mm-hmm. No. I I wait for reviews. Wait for impressions. Like, we just yeah. have a trailer and yeah. a presentation of what the world looks like and a little bit of the combat. Yeah, just wait it out. See how the reviews look, too. I mean, you don't have to pre-order it. Um, you could just buy it a little bit later on. I plan on buying at Walmart. I said that today in the Discord. Walmart, yeah. uh, all their games that they release physically, you get $10 off. Like they all sell for 50 So that's the best savings. And I buy most first-party Nintendo games uh, physical. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to walk over to Walmart the day that it's out and get it. But I, I'm definitely it, getting it. This is a day one purchase for me. It's shipping free with Walmart? Uh, if you spend over 35 I think. I think it is. Oh, okay. Okay. So that would count. I'll take a look at that. I know Amazon. You know does what? That but the discount too. I think is only in store. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't have a Walmart like within my state of limits. So I got you. Never mind. Kyle also wants to know, do you think we'll see a demo for the game ahead of launch? Yes, because of yeah. the new battle system. It's a brand new battle system. When the moment they put out that new battle system, this is the first thing I thought it was they'll probably put out a demo just to let people try it. Like like mm-hmm. all you know, like you guys, let people try it before they jump into it. It seems like the kind of game that would get a demo. Yeah. Yeah. Mike says there seemed to be a Metroid trailer or uh, teaser at the end of the trailer. We saw the Samus helmet. Is Nintendo trolling or is there something to this? I don't uh, know what you saw, but I saw Donkey Kong instead. Donkey Kong was there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, all right. So I want to say it definitely means something, but yeah. 
We've seen them do E3s and stuff where they openly acknowledge Mother and stuff like that, and it's complete troll. Right? So I don't know. Like, sometimes Nintendo just likes trolling people. I think I think it probably means something, and I think the rumors are true of a Prime Trilogy remaster probably coming to Switch. So I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that I'll believe it, and I believe they were hinting at something coming down the road. No. I think that... It was a little Easter egg reminder. Hey, guys, Metroid still exists. It's still something that is being worked well, it was on. hilarious because they were like, you don't see that every day. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, here's a Metroid helmet at the end. I was like, okay, really? And a paper Mario game that's just randomly dropped out and we, we are anticipating Metroid Prime. I mean, I'm still in the camp of, yeah, we'll probably see the trilogy someday. We'll yeah. probably see 2D on the Switch someday. Yeah. But I don't think it was a, hey, you know, this is a precursor to an announcement or anything. Right. I don't know. Okay. Um, Sean says, with the announcement of Paper Mario this morning, does that pretty much confirm the other Mario game rumors to be true? They're true, right, guys? Yes. No. Yes, they're true. Uh, they're 100% no. true, Sean. I told you this. No. I done told you this. Uh, Venture Beat posted today to remind everybody that, hey, this was the game they were talking about in their original leak. This was the Paper Mario game they were referring to. And that the Mario remasters and Pikmin 3 Deluxe are on the way. And they said Pikmin 3 is soon. Really? Pikmin 3, I can believe. You think that they're putting out Paper Mario, Mario 64, Mario 3D World, Mario Sunshine, all in a calendar year. Yeah. Well, the Paper Mario is kind of really different than the Mario. It's, it's very different. different. And the other Mario ones are a collection. They're a collection of ports. Why would yeah. they want all of that on the shelf at the same time? Because it's Mario. People are going to buy <laughs> it. They're all going to sell. <laughs> the most it's recognizable element. character in the world. There's things that's way too good to be true. I understand that. I'm just going to go in on a limb and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my hopeless, romantic, optimistic faith in this person, Adventure Beat. He obviously got a scoop and he obviously yeah. knows what he's talking about. He said, <laughs> Paper Mario, these other Marios. And Pikmin. And that report at the time was corroborated by other sources. Eurogamer said, no, we checked into this and this is true. And then it comes out a month later and it's like, nah, here's your Paper Mario game. And he reminds you, I done told you guys you're not listening to me. So guess what? I'm going to listen to him. It's happening. This is true. I doubt that they have those ready, that they're sitting on them ready to put out when they want to. I was thinking that it was supposed to come with like some announcement for the theme park and stuff. That they were going to have like this whole thing oh, together, okay. Mario. Now, I don't know what pandemic has done to all that, but if they were planning on having these games, then I imagine they still will. And I imagine the announcement will come. Okay. okay. And I'm well, super excited. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I get my heart broken too many times from these rumors. I 100% um, understand why you would be skeptical or hesitant to jump in the boat with me. I will be the first to admit when I'm wrong. There's plenty of room on the boat when when you get all the evidence and proof you need. Like the boat, well, I'm not going to close the boat off to you. It's not an early access type of boat. You can come get in the boat with me whenever you want. Thank um, you. But I can't wait to play Mario 64 again, guys. Like It's such a huge dose of nostalgia yeah. and joy to think of playing Sunshine in 64 again in, in beautiful graphics. Like I'm, I couldn't be more excited. And Galaxy, you know, Galaxy, I think is a little, Galaxy is really, really good. Like one of the best Mario games, like Galaxy is amazing game. It's just, it's so new. You know, I don't feel like that, that, that yearning for it. Like I do the old ones, but uh, I'll play, I'll play all three of those. 
Donnie, what if it doesn't happen this year? What, what would you do? What no, else? No, is, what but here's the thing: if it's not, if if not that, what else? I don't know. What else? I, Wait, they got Donkey Kong I mean, game or something? Like what? What I else mean, are they gonna do? Here's paper crafted Yoshi three or whatever. Come on. Yeah, whatever the heck they want. No, it's it's Mario. No, I told you that. Fine. I told you last year this was a Mario year. It's Mario. It's got to be Mario. Okay. Zelda Gifford wants to know, what do you like better, Nintendo just dropping a huge announcement out of the blue like Paper Mario today or the announcement of a direct in advance? Yeah, I'm going to answer this. But before I do, I do want to also tell you this. When you tell me it's not going to happen, if it wasn't happening, if it wasn't even possible or in the works, I think Nintendo would have stopped this rumor by now. Think of how many people have like said this Mario remaster has been coming. They've been talking about it for two months. Stop it in what way? At least say we have no plans for that game. Why would they say that? They never do that. You've got to put expectations in check at some point. What happened to that um, that Star Fox Grand Prix? Yeah, but people weren't going. Everyone had the right, you know, they had XYZ rumors, right? I don't remember Eurogamer and everybody else going, yeah, we have. I don't think people went on a limb and said, I've got sources confirmed this to be true. What we had at that time was just somebody saying, this is a rumor, right? It was Emily, right? Kevin's most hated Nintendo like League. Everybody. Nah, but everybody. It was, it, but it wasn't. It, you got to read between the details. Uh-huh. It was Emily Rogers saying, I heard this was true. And it was everybody else saying, Emily Rogers said. This report has been corroborated by multiple outlets that have all said, we checked mm-hmm. and this is true. Like they're all going out on a limb on this one. They're all putting their own name behind it. I think to me... When I've chased Nintendo rumors before, this means a lot more than any of those ever did. What happened to everybody who was insisting that Metroid Prime Trilogy was going to be announced at the That's Game Awards? That's a good one. That's a good one. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. I just think Nintendo wouldn't do that. I, I mean, yeah, I don't I know how they would. I don't know how they would do it. They're I like, just feel like we would have gotten a statement. No. We don't really care. No, that something. Has never happened, yeah, ever. Yeah, but They're this all, is all about sales but and this all is about different. <laughs> they would want people to believe that it's but this coming. This is different. It's Mario 64. Like it's different, right? You're talking about a game that never existed. These games are okay. We'll see. I, you know what? I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go back to my original point. They did the the Lego Mario. They've got the Mario Universal thing going on. Like I thought this was the year for Mario that they'd have a big Mario game. And they we do. have we have many people saying that's not a big paper that's not a big Mario game. They had multiple. Them, they had a lot of people, but it's not. No, it's not even to them. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I mean, I mean they I just dropped it in the middle of summer. Though, I'm not saying that we're not going to get a 3D World port or something later this year. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get 3D World and 64 and Sunshine and Galaxy. And every, you know, it's yeah, this so whole not, collection of Mario games. Yeah. You might be right. 2020. Yeah. You might be right. But then again, they released Nintendo All Stars once, and it was all the Mario games in a collection that happened in one time. It's been yeah, done before. When, when was that? What year was that? <laughs> it's been done before. Just saying, it's happened. Uh, Zelda Gift World. I don't really care, to be honest with you, if they announce it like this or at a direct. I don't think I have a preference. I love directs. I think it's great. I saw a lot of people saying, why was it this in the direct last time? Probably because they mm-hmm. weren't firm on the date. And yeah. uh, also maybe they just wanted to have like, like we schedule out game purchases and announcements. So do they schedule out game unveilings and briefings. So they probably had the direct to get people excited in April. And now they had this news bit to get people excited in May. 
and they're probably going to drop something for us in June, right? Like that's how, like these are how these things work. They're not like, oh, we've got all this news. We got to say it all at once. That's not how you play the game. What can we say now to appease them to the next point where people will start wanting more? And that's kind of how you do. You kind of push it out. You got to, you got to save your bullets for when you need them. So once the, the rumor came out that the E3 direct would be canceled or yeah. postponed for a later direct. I think we even said this on the show that just because they're not having a typical June direct does not mean that they will not have announcements, that they will make announcements just like this. I expect June. I, like I said it then I expect we'll get a smash character. We're going to wake up one day and there will be a smash character uh, unveiled. There'll be a trailer and it'll be dated and all that. So um, yeah. So I don't think I really have a preference. I think I like both. I like directs. I also like the stealth announcement. I think my favorite announcement ever from Nintendo was Mario peeking out behind like a bath curtain when they were like, tune in tomorrow for the NX. And I lost my mind and was on yeah. Twitter all night long. So I like both. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't think I have a preference either. I think there's a lot of hype behind the directs um, of just knowing, you know, to look forward to it. But then you're right. It's it's a good feeling to wake up and just see that out of the blue. I think yeah. there's exciting way. I think it was a, such a huge surprise. And it's so random, too. I think Nintendo's thinking, OK, we don't have to do a E3 direct anymore. Let's try to space this out as much as we can. I think a lot of other companies are doing that too, right? With Xbox do going in and every month is like giving bits and pieces. I think they just want to remind the customers, hey, there's new content coming out and, and new stuff coming out, not just all in one place. I think the pizzazz of a surprise helps a game like Paper Mario more than a direct would. Um, yeah. Because in a direct, it kind of fills in that Kirby Yoshi window. It, it becomes that game. That's true. In a surprise, yeah. it gets its own thing. Like it's its yeah. own surprise. It gets, you know, kind of um, some solo spotlight and some excitement yeah, behind it. So I think Heck, you know, we're like, talking about it. Like yeah, a lot. And I, think we're gonna, I think you're right. We're going to see more of those stealth drops in the next couple of months yeah. uh, if we're not going to get a direct. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get a direct like into the fall. You oh, know? I think I, I would hope, but. Hopefully know. August. I mean, if they're not at work, right? If they're not together, they can't do the productions. I don't think Nintendo is going to do the let's get all together on webcams and do a Skype call. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're so way more produced than that. Like they, Nintendo well, Direct has never been that, and they've been doing it since 2012. <laughs> so I think if they're not together, however long this takes, if they're not together, um, then I think they'll keep doing it like this, produce trailers that somebody made. Mm-hmm. I do think it's interesting, though, that they're not apparently they're not taking part in like IGN Games Summer thing or Summer Game Fest or Jam or there's like there are all these digital collaborations that are happening and mm-hmm. nobody is saying we've got Nintendo. I think it's funny because Nintendo's like, we're just going to put a trailer on YouTube and Twitter and call it a day. I think it's the same thing that you just said. I think Paper Mario would get lost in something like that. Well, I mean, OK, uh, so like yesterday. They did a summer game fest or not yesterday. It was like day before yesterday. They did a Tony Hawk, right? Yeah. And I'm really excited about that. And I mean, that was just an announcement collaborating with them for just that one game. I mean, that could have been Paper Mario today. But I I think it's interesting that apparently there have been no rumors, nor have I seen any inklings that anybody is working with Nintendo. Their logo isn't on any screen. Like they're just not a part of it. You you know why, right? Nintendo has their own name, and they can just sell it out individually themselves. This summer game fest, it's for all the smaller like published. Xbox is doing like, it. 
I mean, Xbox is doing their own thing too, though, right? Right. They're like, hey, we're doing this every month. I just think and it's we- funny. I mean, not funny. Funny is not the right okay. word. I think it's unique and interesting because they do support the Game Awards a lot. They're always yeah. at the Game Awards. They they work with Jeff Keighley and stuff like that before. So I, I, I just, this is something I've noticed. I've been waiting for Jeff to be like, we're talking Nintendo in January or June or July or whatever, and there's nothing. They're like, nah. Did they ever... Did they ever put Nintendo in the Coliseum, though? The E3 Coliseum? Because they all always did Nintendo Treehouse. They always did yeah. their self-contained digital event. So I just yeah. think they're just transferring it over They're just now. doing their like, own thing now. Yeah. Okay. It's Nintendo way. Okay. Uh, the next news story I'm excited about, PGA Tour 2K21 was announced for Switch. It's out digitally on Nintendo Switch August 21st. Features a dozen real-life tour pros, including Coverboy Justin Thomas, 15 real courses, an overhauled single-player campaign, updated online play with different modes, which I actually think is very exciting. And uh, Brendan asked me, he wanted to know my thoughts about it, and um, um, I, I've got to hear fl- <laughs> Jason. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking at Flux A because I wrote Flux A, and I'm yeah. trying to think Jason, and for whatever reason, I keep thinking Lucas. I, I honestly just almost said Flucas. I was about to go fluke. I was like flucus, and then if you heard me stammer over my own words, because in my head I was like, "That's terrible." <laughs> Don't say flucus. Jason asked me uh, my thoughts on a sim golf style game like this versus a more arcadey experience on Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch. Um, this is a game that I have been playing a lot of the past ten days. It was free on Xbox and PC. I have since bought the game. I've played mm-hmm. it online uh, with Eggshin and Takeda. Um, and I'm going to play it with Ryan from the Xbox Drive ball. And uh, I'm really cool. excited about it because I like this game. It's really, really good. Um, I mentioned to it, I mentioned to you guys last week, it's a small game, right? I think even on Xbox, it's like six gigs, not that big. So uh-huh. I think it can make the hop to switch well. I'm worried about a resolution cut. Mm-hmm. It's not the best looking game. And that's a part of like a golf game. You don't want to play an ugly golf game. Like that's a part right. of it, right? It's nature and everything. You want it to look good. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what it, what they can do on Switch. I hope it pushes. Um, if it looks good, I'll buy it on Switch. I've been peppering them all day with questions about cross-save and all kinds of other things, and they are not yeah, answering well. me. I, I wrote them emails. I found their media folks. I've been hitting them on Twitter. Nothing. I got a whole lot of nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the very least, I will buy it on Xbox and hopefully buy it on Switch. Now, Jason, I love all golf games. Um, I like arcade style. Hot Shots, Everybody's Golf, Mario Golf. I love those. Uh, there was even like the 3DS one, like Let's Golf. I played that. <laughs> There's Puyo Golf. Oh I played those. And then uh, like the Tiger Woods, the Golf Club. The interesting thing about this one is, uh, for those of you who don't know, PGA Tour 2K1, not EA, right? It's obviously it's 2Ks in the name, but a lot of times people see professional yes. like PGA and they think EA because Tiger Woods. Um, it's not EA. This is the company that made the Golf Club, the Golf Club 2, and then the golf club featuring the PGA Tour 2019. When I first played the golf club, I was super excited when it first came out. It was like the first big golf game on Next Gen. I hated the golf club. Like the first golf club, I couldn't stand playing it. It was really, really terrible like putting controls. I was hitting putts off the green oh, and everything wow. was terrible. They have refined it and they've made it a little easier. And the new one that, that I've been playing, this one from 2019, um, the, the putting is a bit more refined, but what folks may not like about this game, so I'm going to tell you now, if you're ever interested in a golf game, this game isn't like Tiger Woods. It doesn't have like a line, you know, showing you where the ball is going to read. It doesn't have a meter telling you how hard you're going to hit it. It's all feel. You have to read the green 
and feel how hard you're going to hit the putt. Uh, what? I don't yeah. I don't get that. Do you, do you hold the button and release? Is you that pull it? the stick back and you push it through. And what? it and it charges the accuracy of your of your putter. Like on okay. the line. This would be really dope with Joy-Cons. That's I'm what I'm afraid of. Whoa. I'm scared well, of with the Joy-Con. Actually, that was the first <laughs> thing that I thought of when they were like it's coming to Switch. I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> You don't want it with Joy-Cons. No, like the Joy-Con stick. I mean, yeah. if there's any drift or anything like, and I mean, it's not the biggest thumbstick in the world either. Like, I don't think it's the most precise thumbstick either. Like, no, I mean motion controls, right? Yeah, oh, you mean, oh, I don't think it's going to do that, but that would be cool. Oh, okay. I'd be down oh, for okay. it if it was, but I don't think it will. It would be like week off. I that's, that. a, that's a great question. I honestly didn't even think of because I never, I never imagined that they would actually do it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I should ask. I'll definitely ask. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up with them and ask them if they're gonna include motion controls. Sounds um, good. But I'm excited about it. Some of the online stuff they're gonna let you do, like alternate shot and skins and stuff like that. Online leagues, online tournaments. So um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get it, and uh, hopefully I get it on Switch. Hopefully it's it's good. They didn't announce anything about Switch. They didn't show screenshots of Switch. They didn't say Switch. <laughs> they basically just put Switch logo on it, and they're like, it's come to Switch. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that we know is it's digital only. I think there's a What's the GameStop in in um, Canada? What's it called? Oh crap! EB Games. EB. I think EB had a listing for it physically in September. Interesting. I think is what I saw. Is this someone else porting it, or are they porting it themselves? I think that's them. I think they're doing it. Okay, we'll see how it goes then, because yeah. I I normally see people that are smaller company that do in house switch ports, not the best optimization, and I, I've seen some of that with some PC games. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how this. If, if like I said, goes. if the resolution is cut, like a lot of third-party parts, yeah. I'm not gonna like it. It's got to be yeah. at least 1080p. If it starts going, if mm. I start here in 720 and resolution and uh, what is it, dynamic? If they say dynamic resolution, it's an easy no. I'm like no, nah, no thanks. Oh. I'll get it cheap. That's the thing. Like because you know, like um, NBA 2K is on Switch. It's a much bigger game, and mm-hmm. I stand by that's a pretty good port. Like I play NBA okay. 2K on the Switch, and I think it's pretty good. So if it's like that, I'll play. It. Cool. Cool. Um, our last news story uh, for the night is Evo. Or nope. Nope. I'm sorry. There's a breaking news here. But Evo has uh, moved on without Smash. So Evo's not happening yeah. this year physically. Um, so they're moving to Evo Online. I think it's like four weeks, four or five weeks, where they're going to do a tournament each week. And it yeah. will not include Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, for what I, Smash Brothers Melee. For what uh. I think is obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. The online play is uh, not good. It doesn't hold up to yep. what other fighting games do, so I can't blame them. I saw a lot of people upset today, like, how dare you do this? And it's like, I'm so sad. I yeah. 100% get it. <laughs> I only watch Evo because of Super Smash Brothers, and even with Super Smash Brothers Melee, there's still a very re- like revived community, and you have to play CRT TVs in order to, to play I that I was wondering, and I'm not sure, just, I was thinking, like, how could they not invite the best Smash players in the world to, like, a hotel and like land them up and have them play like locally, like in different hey, can't, in different can't, rooms. You're still traveling. Yeah, they, can't, the, they can't expect them to do that. Eh, yeah, if I was the best Smash player in the world, I probably would do it. It's coming from around the world too. It's not like that's true. That's true from the U.S. That's itself true. as well. Yeah, I yeah. So badly that this would put a little bit of pressure on Nintendo to get their act together with the online, but I know it won't. Not a chance. Oh, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. I wish it would. <laughs> Not a chance. They're like, okay, that's fine. Because they know once they get back together, guess what they'll play? Smash. 
They'll play it anyway. Like next year when Evo's back together, they're going to play Smash. How is it not embarrassing? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> you'd think so, but I, I mean, I don't know. I think you're right. It probably is, but I don't know. I mean, obviously, they don't care that much about it, right? Yeah. Because it's yeah. not like this is new. This has always been this way. It's been this way since the Wii. So they really don't seem to care. They think it's good enough, I guess. And it's definitely not. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know how J- Jason freaking plays online. I was even thinking, like, wouldn't it be cool for Nintendo if like, they spun up like a private server for these people or something? Yeah, that ain't going to happen either. That was been too much money, too. To be honest with you, I mean... That I, would be so good on them to so do that. I, I work... I do a lot of like server upgrades and work and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, it's really not that it's not that okay. difficult to set up a server for an app like a publicly okay. like you could set up a private server pretty cheaply, especially Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> they got plenty of money to do so. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, sad. yeah, Devin and I could set up a server to play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's literally like, PSVG is capable, like with amount of funding. PSVG is capable of setting up a server for multiplayer. Like we could do it. It's not that you hear it right here, folks. If you put your Patreon up thirty dollars a month, we will have a private. Let's get server Evo some Smash servers. Oh my God. <laughs> That's good. Um, I'm gonna let you take this one, Rebecca, because I didn't know anything about this. So we have breaking news. This just announced an hour ago that they're adding four more titles to Nintendo Switch Online. We Ooh. have for uh, the Super Nintendo Operation Logic Bomb, Panel Dupont. And Wild Guns. Ooh. Who's heard of any of them? I've heard of Wild Guns. And Panel Upon. Yeah. And for NES, we're getting Rygar. That one I've heard of, but never played. Man, where's Donkey Kong Country? Where's Earthbound? Yes, give me oh, my Donkey Kong Country. Really? This is like getting ridiculous. Is it because of Rare? I, I it can't know. be. It can't be. They're, it's their own IP. I don't know. Anyway, they're coming May 20th if you want to not play them. <laughs> So the Panoed Upon, isn't it like Tetris or something? I don't know. I was Because when I was no thinking, idea. you said Panoed Upon, I was like, isn't that Puyo? It's like Tetris or Dr. Mario or something like that, right? Um, I know it. I've heard it. And I just, I think I know it as, it's one of those games that I know as a different You're game. right, Donnie. It's Tetris. Okay, it's thanks. Tetris Attack. Thing, yeah. I was looking at it, I was like, wait a second. I know I know that game. I just don't call it Panoed Upon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, with such a huge library, this is what they come up with. They really can't get something better than this. I don't even know if I want Nintendo 64 on the NES on, or on the, the Switch Online. If this is what the kind like the kind of stuff that we're getting, it's ridiculous. Again, it's not about it's what do they have to do? They don't need to put anything on it because people are paying for it and they're buying all the other things. Like that's yeah. it, I agree with you. They're sitting on a gold mine. Like just Go grab a Wii or a Wii U and jump into the virtual console and you'll see there's tons of stuff there. You know, like even the Wii U's virtual console is way better than Nintendo Switch yeah. Online. But at the same time, it's 20 bucks. I got Tech Mobile Super Mario World. Like, that's fine. Will you try any of these? No, not a, not, no. not a chance. Not at all. If I could remove them from the splash screen, I would. Like if I could go in and give them back. If I could be like, no, Nintendo, I don't even want to see the tiles. How bad is that that we're saying that? I mean, but is it bad? Because it's not like these are the only games available. This are four games in a giant collection of really good games. You know, like I feel you. I get what you're saying. I do. But look at it from the other angle. It's like we gave you Super Mario and Mario 3, Tecmo. And like, I want to play Earthbound. Well, get it. <laughs> NES Classic. Play it. Yeah. SNES Classic. Don't you already have I one? So. No. Why don't you, you have don't an have SNES one? Classic? Why would I have that? 
because you want to play Earthbound. That's why. In Donkey Kong Country, you can add all the ROMs too. I'm going to be playing it on this because I thought that it would come eventually. You desperately need to get a Super Nintendo Classic and then let me hack it for you. Just send it to me. Actually, it's so easy to hack it. It is so easy. Like, you just plug it in. It's amazing. You get to play with the controllers. It's so good. And you don't even have to worry about this anymore. My Super Nintendo controller. Yeah. So good. So good. Just do that instead. Um, We're not going to answer any of these questions um, for for Shaq questions direct from you, because I want to ask you two a question. So if you've listened to Shaq for a while... Shaq host of your, uh, was it Flukas? I'm going to start calling Jason Flukas. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Jason. I did not forget your name. I just could not get the word Flukas out of my mind, man. When you get the Flukas, it sticks with you. You need like antibiotics or something. Um, we have gained reputations for what exactly is uh, Jason game. Hashtag Kara game. Hashtag Donnie game. These are things that uh, have happened to us while we're watching E3 presentations and directs and stuff like that. And people will sign us games uh, or people hit in the discord. So uh, since you guys are the newbies, I want to know from you, Rebecca, what's a hashtag Rebecca game. So I thought about this. Um, Growing up, I mostly only played Zelda and Pokemon and then whatever other Nintendo stuff was mixed in. And as I've gotten older, I've found myself gravitating more towards games with um, the strong story and the strong character, Um, specifically games that really mess me up emotionally and make me cry and just really tear me apart that I've become so invested in the world and the characters that I'm an emotional wreck at some point throughout the game, preferably several parts um, throughout the game. Um, If it checks the three boxes for me of having a really powerful story, um, having really um, strong characters that I get invested in and a soundtrack that I can't get out of my head long after I finish the game, those three things usually are like what make up. And I know that's like really broad, but like I'm talking games that like really rip me up emotionally, like Life is Strange, Undertale, um, you know, those types of games where I get so invested in the world and the characters. That's a Rebecca game. Have you played Gone I Home? I haven't played Gone Home. Or Edith oh, Finch. That's a good one. I too. have that game, but I haven't played it yet. Or The Walking Dead Season 1. Or The Walking Dead in general, yeah. yeah. I I know there's games. a lot of them that I still need to go do. There's there's a lot of them. I've recently played To the Moon, games like Oxenfree. Um, there's a bunch of them. Honestly, like, The Walking Dead season one, I used to say the same thing to Caroline, but because because how much you like Life is Strange, you really need to give that one a chance. It's on Switch. And I think I think I know a lot of like what happens in that one already, but I think I would still enjoy it. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. What about you, Garrett? Yeah. Um, okay. When I thought when we did this, actually, I thought we were guessing each other's games. Oh, sorry. So I was thinking about Rebecca's game, but that's okay. I, I can, I can try to explain what my type of game is. Um, and so earlier on, right, I've been a huge turn based, just Pokemon fan, not, not really huge into JRPGs, but Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, itself. And then now I feel like I, I just like so many games too. I love the the story driven um, narratives when I'm in the mood for it. Um, but I'm also like 
once I get obsessed into a meaty RPG, I won't stop until until I um, like like go through all of it 100%. So when I'm thinking like really my game right now that I would play like a lot of the time, um, I'm thinking of Witcher 3. I'm thinking Borderlands 2. I'm thinking of games that um, has this kind of gameplay loop system. I love looting a lot. I like seeing stats. Um, so very RPG mechanic heavy. That's why I like um, a lot of Fire Emblem kind of stuff as well, because there's a lot of stats related to that. Um, sometimes I like turn-based. Sometimes I like action. It depends. So it can be a hybrid of both if it really wants to be. Um, but I like progressing. I like having my own character progressing. It doesn't matter if it's my specific character or a character that's set in the story. Um, but I do like, as Rebecca said, characters to be involved with. I like a good story. I also love great, like, give me handcrafted side quests. Like, don't give me these filler quests that give me just long text of, like, I, I feel like it's like MMOs a lot where I'm like, oh, I'm just reading this just to read this. Okay. I'm going to go over there and like attack some monsters. No, I want characters to be invested with. That's why I'm, actually really excited for xenoblade chronicles later this month because it sounds like a game i would be really into because uh i mean it can be, it's it's not turn-based it's more action and it's more mmo like kind of combat but there are characters that you're going to be invested with a story that you're going to be involved with some rpg mechanics in there i think it's just a mix of of all the things together i think i'm i'm going to enjoy myself a lot so that's kind of a garrett game for you in a nutshell can you handle like brit dialogue what do you mean, Brit dialogue? Like British? Oh, British. Yeah, yeah sure. Like, like some of that Euro stuff, because you're going to get a lot of that. You know, I, I'm totally fine. Somebody you know, tweeted I, that at me the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot like how much you're going to yes. hear the Monado. The <laughs> Monado. Like, you hear that a lot. <laughs> you know, it's the crazy thing. I will listen to the soundtrack. I know it's a great soundtrack and great sound oh, effects. Yeah, but other than that, I'm, I, I can mute games. I really can. And just be fine with it and oh. just reading the dialogue. Um, yeah, see, and I, now, I don't want to read. Like, if a game, if a oh, game really? just starts presenting me text with no voiceover at all, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> sort of. Okay. Voiceover, but I always put subtitles on. I yeah, I always put subtitles on, make sure I read it. Um, I don't know. I guess I like to listen to podcasts a lot too while, while I play my games. I got gotcha. um, If If I'm grinding, that's perfect for me, right? I would just mute. And watch a YouTube video or listen to a podcast while while I go through. I won't stop playing, but there was definitely like I was even even in Blades, in which Blades has some voiceover. Like most everybody has at least a yeah. sentence or two. But if there's like four or five sentences, it kind of just stops and you start clicking. I'll give yeah. you like one or two, but if after that, if I'm, I'm just start clicking through it, I'm like, yep. Well, you didn't care enough to tell me about it, so I'm not going to care enough to read it. Right? Oh. <laughs> just like I'll just start clicking through. So. That's a lot in JRPGs, though, man. It's like they read like three general words, and then there's like a paragraph in yep. the freaking dialogue. So. And so I think those have never been like my top things. I, I, I never would consider myself an RPG fan. I, I thought I did. Like back when I was like middle schooler, I thought I played a lot of them just because of like Fire Emblem, Pokemon. But as it mm-hmm. turns out, I just kind of like the the very few that I like. You know, I don't even know if I like. I played a lot of Xenoblade. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I would call myself a Xenoblade fan. I played X and played two, and I've beat one. Um, wow. So, I mean, yeah. I guess I would call myself a fan, but I don't think Xenoblade fans would call me a fan. <laughs> like, you didn't beat it. You didn't get all the side quests. You didn't. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing any of that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't beat two either. I just gave up on two. Like, I, I, went, I even went back and I was like, it's just, it's just too long. 
I don't know what's my deal with two, but like I I hit a stump a lot because there's just overpowered characters around me and I mm-hmm. keep dying and I'm like this is just this really isn't don't like fun. the navigation in two. I don't like the map. I think it's one of the worst like map navigation mm-hmm. systems I've seen in a game. Now, if I convince myself to go through one, and if I really, really enjoy it, then I'll I'll get to another shot. I think the fact that one, I mean, I know we're going to talk about a lot at the end of the month, but guys, one looks really, really good. Like, this remaster. It does. It looks so much better than Xenoblade 2 ever wanted to look. I remember when we watched the Switch unveiling announcement, and they showed Xenoblade 2 for the first time. I even postulated, I was like, it must have been, like, in development for 3DS or something. It's like, it's... It's, it's like an up-res yeah. 3DS game. It doesn't look great. It never has. Yeah. It's never been beautiful, right? Whereas Xenoblade Remastered looks amazing. And it's like a whole different game. I was like, this game looks incredible. I can't believe that comparison. It was just And I felt that way on Wii U with Xenoblade X. Like, oh, okay. Beautiful open world, lots of cool stuff. But when you get like your Gundam and you start flying around your mech and stuff, you know, and that I think a part of me was Xenoblade like at least that first one, when I got into mm-hmm. it, the first one, a lot of it was the world. And uh, to to steal off of oh. your guys' question, I think a lot of people would say like a Donnie game is like a game with like uh, open world. I typically like sandbox, like freedom to move around. I like, oh, yeah. you know, big worlds. And I think that was the thing that got me was Xenoblade. And um, and I loved it with X. And X, you know, the mavi- navigation system was super easy. You had a little map on your gamepad. It worked like any other modern game. I don't know what the hell happened in Xenoblade 2. I don't know what it is. I still don't think I even understand it. I don't understand <laughs> what they're trying to do with the map. <laughs> like, I don't There's a lot. Is get what's weird. happening right now. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we've uh, put Kara in her grave now. She's made this. She's <laughs> gonna like. <laughs> We're gonna enjoy one. It'll be okay. We'll should come back on the show just to cuss, cuss me out and leave. <laughs> um, but I am. <laughs> Romaine in the chat says, are you the Monado boy? And it's, you're getting a lot of that. I forgot that. And I, I watched, they were like, Monado. I watched the YouTube video where they're like, get to know, you know, the characters. And I was like, oh yeah, I click yes. on this. And they started talking. And I was like, oh no, I forgot. <laughs> because See, uh, I'm- God. it just, yeah, it, it gets old real fast. There's a <laughs> lot of that. I know absolutely nothing about Xenoblade. I have no intention at all of picking up this game. So I'm going to be so lost for the next few weeks. Hey, just keep playing Animal Crossing. Get like, yeah, you show us your wedding pictures and stuff. There you go. I guess we're going to have to convince you somehow. That's one that I just, there's negative interest for me. Really? But you know what? Get your Super Nintendo Classic and just do that instead. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I'm not going to lie to you. That's better. Like, if you were I like, Donnie, you play Xenoblade or SNS Classic, probably choosing Super Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be there. Yeah. And then put all the ROMs in there. All the ROMs. I have an NCAA football ROM custom made. I don't, I don't need the SN, like the mini to do that. I have a PC to do that on. But it's, then not, you'll as, have, it's not the same. It's not as good. You'll have the box. But it, there's seriously, though... Like when you add ROMs, it'll add the game and the cover art there. And it's with got it. it's got wrappers and it's got effects, and you play on the original controller, and it's it's not. It's not. Is it? HDMI? Can I stream it? Okay. Yeah, maybe. it's HDMI. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. We'll say maybe to that. Maybe. Okay. You know, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start going taking pictures of my Super <laughs> Nintendo and start like. All we gotta do is start tempting her, Garrett. If we just start taking pictures of okay. us playing it. They're not on shelves anymore. Oh, you can find them. Really? I think so. I haven't looked for one, but I, I have to imagine you can find them. 
I don't know now anymore, but Ooh, it wasn't question. as much of a supply issue. I'm not, I'm not going on eBay for that. Let me go check. It. I don't think it'll, it'll sell for much anymore because really? it was not a supply issue. They were issue trading in it like end. GameStop for like $25 or something, right? Yeah, it wasn't that bad for the SNES Ooh, Classic. Hang on a second. Oh, crap. Yeah, am I wrong? Ooh, am I, am I wrong? Um, <laughs> what are we talking? Hundreds of dollars? I saw one that was forty, and I was like, "See, but it's it's like a Chinese knockoff. It's not, a, it's, it's not a real <laughs> one. It now, says now Super Nintendo, off. but it it's not it's not. Yeah, um, we could dig into it later. It's like a hundred. <laughs> it's like a hundred and twenty, hundred fifty. Yeah, no, I'm not doing oh, that. I mean, that's like thirty bucks more than the like asking price, right? No. Yeah, no, I can play them all for free. Actually, you can get probably a Raspberry Pi and then get an actual custom-made plastic box for you. And I still do don't think it. it's the same. This is do not it yourself project. No. I have a Super Nintendo. Like- I'll send you mine and you can play it <laughs> no. and stream it. And then when you're done with it, just send it back. Send it back. <laughs> I haven't turned mine on in like a year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it see. sits in the drawer right where it always has. I'll see. Okay. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week on the Nintendo Shack. Thank you listeners for checking out the show, the live show. Um, you know, I normally don't do this, um, but we had somebody tweet this week and they were like, I'd never heard about you guys. Um, if you'd like to help other people find our show, uh, and make us more visible, uh, maybe go leave us a review on the iTunes. Like that's a big part of, um, populating like search results and stuff like that. Um, and I know many of you have, and, and I thank you for those of you that have, but, uh, you know, the person was like, I just found you guys, uh, and I've been listening for the last two weeks and, and I really like the show. So I just throw out a reminder there. If you ever get a chance and you're on your phone, you're not doing anything. You don't have to write anything. Just click the stars and say, Hey, or something, um, anything like that, but that'll help people find us better. So a little pause for the cause and, uh, we'll catch you next week. Scoopings. Bye-bye.